Inspired. Sharing your journey. And welcome back to Real Presence Live from uh, the uh, Holy Spirit Church in Virginia, Minnesota. I am your host, Mark Cheney, joined by Father Brandon Moravitz. And it is time for another great segment to our show this morning. We have another story, an inspired story, sharing your journey. And our guests will be Dan and Joy Wombeck, and uh, I believe they are on the line. Yeah. Good morning. Looking forward to talking to Dan and Joy about... Uh, their, their married life and the gift of natural family planning in their life. You know, this week is Natural Family Planning Awareness Week. And uh, we're looking forward to hearing their story of joys and struggles when it comes to practicing natural family planning. It's always so inspiring for me to hear stories of, of marriage and how people meet and their journeys together. Because every marriage is so unique and every journey is so unique full of both joys and sufferings. Um, so it's going to be good to be able to hear um, from uh, Dan and Joy. So Dan and Joy, are you out there? Good morning. Yes, yes, we hey, are. Hey, Dan, it's great, Joy. It's great to have you guys here today with us. Um, you know, just to start off, I always, I always appreciate hearing how people meet. You know, and everybody's got a different story. Some meet in churches. Some meet <laughs> in restaurants. Um, everybody's got a different story. So, 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 how did you enjoy meet? And uh, just like, what's your story? I guess up to the point of, of you guys entering into the sacrament of marriage. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, the story is kind of a boring one. You know, we met at church. Uh, <laughs> I love <laughs> those kind of deals. Yeah, no, we were, uh, after college, we were both involved with a young, Catholic young adult group. Um, we were living in the Twin Cities at the time, uh, and there was a young adult group affiliated with St. Olaf Catholic Church in downtown uh, Minneapolis. And so we were both involved with that for a while. Uh, Joy was actually a brand-new Catholic at that point, and I had been Catholic my whole life. Yeah. Um, she can maybe briefly tell you about that, but uh, we, we knew each other for a while, and uh, I thought she was dating somebody, so nothing really happened, uh, but then, as it turned out, she wasn't, and we were at uh, a wedding of a mutual friend, and it was one of those deals where I said, I'm going to get to know Joy tonight, and I did, and when dance came, I asked her to dance, and we danced all night and the rest as they say is history <laughs> that's so great um joy when, when when you were at that point of dancing with dan like did you did you realize then that he was going to be the guy or did, <laughs> at what point did you realize he was really no kidding that, that quickly huh it was it was pretty close cool. so i had had my eye on him for probably about a year before he finally figured out my name so you know you just you see somebody you see how they interact with others and he was so kind to everybody and i just knew that was somebody that was worth being with. Yeah, it's so exciting, you know, and, and since that, that, that dance and you guys get to know each other and entering into the sacrament of marriage, you've been married for 15 years, and it sounds like you've been blessed with four children and also one of those children in heaven um, and praying for you as you continue your family journey. Um, you know, what's, what, what's your journey with natural family planning? Um, like, like, how did you get to a point where, where you started um, um, utilizing the gift of natural family planning? Like, like tell us a little bit about that. Well, so uh, when we when we when we got married, we were both pretty equally yoked, uh, to use that phrase. You know, um, about the living life that the church asks of us. We we both, Joy, uh, w- at the time we started dating, she was actually uh, in a master's degree program for theology, and I ended up taking the same program later on. And so, while I wouldn't necessarily call us theology of the body junkies we were something probably close to that sure. <laughs> you know we were um we we knew the teaching and we were really excited to, to begin applying that to our life 
Yes. Um, so, it, it, which we did, um, and in terms of our story, initially, it was it wasn't that hard. It was it was actually it came pretty naturally. A lot of the struggles came later on. Yeah, gotcha. Um, for for what, both of us, you know, real quickly, like what what are what were some of those struggles? You know, it's important for us to be real about this. Like, what were some of those struggles that maybe you faced? Well, I think uh, for both of us, when we had our first child, that really was kind of a, uh, a moment of awakening for us. Uh, you know, I think small kids are hard for anybody, uh, but some people have gifts that make them more naturally suited <laughs> toward that particular challenge. And I think we've both found that uh, the temperament that we have uh, made it a little bit more difficult for us than than what maybe some other people would have and we really just struggled with being able to kind of keep our head above water in terms of uh having the emotional time and energy for each other um, and that sort of a thing you know we're always feeling tapped out Hmm. i think joy can really speak to that yeah yeah absolutely i think it's not for for me at least it wasn't necessarily the method or the abstinence per se, but it was, um, as they say, the NFP lifestyle and and family family size and all those questions. And, you know, people say, well, your hands are full of love. And it's like, well, yeah, they're full of love, but, man, mom is seriously losing it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you, I, but, I, you know, you got to be real about that and, and understand that, those, you know, people have their limits. Yeah, it's so great, Dan and Joy, to, I appreciate you just being so real, you know, I mean, I think that I've got two sisters that are trying to raise kids, and it's, 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 it's very difficult, um, so um, I just, we're here on Real Presence Live, and um, my name's Father Brandon, I'm here with Mark Cheney, um, and we're here with Dan and Joy, uh, and we're going we're gonna to take, a, I think, a little break here. Yes, um, and when we come back, we'll continue this conversation into our next segment as well, so you don't want to miss it. Along with Father Brandon Moravitz, this is Mark Cheney. Stay with us. It is Real Presence Live. Inspired. Sharing your journey. And welcome back this morning, Real Presence Live. Today, coming to you live from Holy Spirit Church in Virginia, Minnesota. I'm your host, Mark Cheney, for this part of the show. And I am joined by Father Brandon Barovitz. And we are right in the middle of a, a really incredible interview. Inspired, sharing your journey with J- Dan and Joy Wambach. And uh, turn it back to Father. Excellent. Dan and Joy, let's continue this conversation. I was Before we went to break, you were just talking about, like, how do you keep yourself spiritually, physically, and mentally healthy in the intensity of raising kids and trying to, like, continue to grow your marriage and, and, and continue life? You know, this, this week is National Family Planning Awareness Week. It's, it's also just a reminder of how do we keep our families healthy and holy, um, even in the midst of the struggles of that. So you want to just kind of continue that conversation, like, how has the church and, and the reality of natural family planning helped you um, and what have been some of those struggles and how has the church helped you to stay healthy and holy? Well, one of the key things for me, I, I guess, through it all, um, is NFP is, well, and, and the church is teaching, uh, it, NFP is a tool. It, it's not a magic pill. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't fix any problems that are already there. But it's a tool, and if you use it, it can help you grow in virtue. But it's something that you have to consciously use, um, and you have to be cognizant of uh, your relationship with each other uh, and the needs that that each other has. 
and you need to find ways um, of seeking intimacy. Uh, it, you know, e- even if the intimacy can't be sexual intimacy, you still need to, to find ways of, of keeping that in- intimacy alive um, throughout the entire life of, of your marriage. Yeah, um, I, <laughs> I, I know what, one of the things for me it, during one of the moments where I was feeling a little bit discouraged, you know, I had mentioned we were big fans of, of John Paul II's Theology of the Body. Um, I, I remember once at one point where I was feeling kind of discouraged, I happened to go back and I was rereading um, Love and Responsibility, which uh, it was written before he was Pope, but that's essentially where John Paul II laid the philosophical groundwork for what became Theology of the Body. And there was one particular moment in there, and he, it wasn't even a main point he made, but um, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he was contrasting the difficulties of the celibate life with the difficulties of the married life. Hmm. And um, one of the things he said really just struck me. He said, you know, in an objective sense, it's true that the life of celibacy is a harder vocation, you know, because there's more sacrifice involved. But there's also another sense in which married life is actually a harder vocation. And he said the reason for that is because in the celibate life, uh, once it becomes habit, it becomes a normal part of life, and things kind of remain constant in a certain sense. You know, not completely, but, but by and large. But through a married life, it's a very dynamic thing. Um, things, you know, ebb and flow, um, and and so it's constantly changing. And that change itself is is part of the the struggle and the sacrifice. And I just remember reading that, and my jaw hit the floor because I was like, <laughs> "This guy gets it," you know. I was like, "Thank you," you know. And and I often go back to that moment because that was a moment where you know I. We like we belong to a church that it doesn't tell us that things are going to be easy. It tells us that things are we're all going to have a cross of some sort. But the fact that there is there might be a cross involved does not change the fact that it's worth it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, you know, I, I think that you know I often am, am doing lots of marriage prep with couples and things like that, and and there's so many confusing messages out there, and maybe somebody's listening out there and they're hearing the word NFP and they have no clue what we're even talking about. You know, there's this this beautiful teaching um, uh, of our church, and but even in the secular world, there's this you know hospitals are teaching this natural family planning, which is an opportunity for a couple to remove the contraceptive mentality out of their marriage and an opportunity to fully give themselves to one another and and always have this this reality of being open to life and to love and not to hold parts of us back. Um, it's, it's an incredible thing, and I appreciate Dan and Joy just being vulnerable and sharing about their family life and the great teachings of the church. And, and Dan, you brought up that reality of, like, yeah, priests and, 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 and married people, our vocations are very different, but there's great sacrifices that have to take place. And uh, with those sacrifices comes great joy. Um, and maybe, maybe Joy, seeing this is your name, um, do, you, do you want to talk a little bit about, like, like, the sufferings of your motherhood in some ways, but how um, you find joy joy and how the church has led you to places of joy um, through those sufferings. Yeah. You know, I never, um, I, I've never been one of those women that's been maternally inclined. Yeah. I never liked to hold babies. I never babysat. I never really did any of those things. Um, but the joys of our marriage, there's five of them, one of them in heaven. Amen. And it's just, I, I'm continually astounded at what I thought before I got married about family life. 
and what family life really has become for us. And I'm not sure that it would have been this way if we hadn't been practicing natural family planning. I mean, you can never really know, right. you know, what life would be otherwise. But um, I can honestly say that life has, I, it's 10 times, 20 times fuller and more beautiful and more full of love now than I ever would have imagined. Yeah, it's so beautiful, you know, because I think um, firsthand, you know, when, I, when I'm meeting with couples and talking about natural family planning, the first instinct is like, whoa, are you crazy, Father? <laughs> like, yeah. that's really, like, that's a risk. That's scary. Um, and, yeah, it, that, it, and it makes sense humanly that we're going to have some fear of that. Um, yeah. but, but it's also this great gift. You know, studies show that when couples go to church together and they pray together and they're using natural family planning, like, man, the divorce rate's like... One percent of one percent, um, and so these beautiful teachings of the church are are sociologically proven that these are beautiful things because it's the natural order of the way in which God has created us. Um, and do either one of you want to just speak to that reality of of just like how your life of faith and the re- use of natural family planning has has helped sustain your marriage and to give hope to those out there that might be struggling, wondering is this something they want to do? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I, it's. It's one of those things, like I said, it's always been part of our life. Um, It's been surprising to us. um, The struggles came in places where we didn't expect them to. Um, You you know, I think if I had to go back to my my naive uh, pre-married self, um, I'd kind of slap myself up the head and say, you know, it's still going to be hard. Um, You didn't, to a certain extent, I thought the hard part was maybe going to be over you know the, the hard part was going to be uh waiting for marriage um but and then of course uh when it came then there were other hard things and and sometimes the consolations didn't come right away or they didn't come in the ways that we we thought they might come um you know that and that's just the reality of, of sometimes with life with small children or just you know when, when you're so tired out for months on end that you know you you can sort of barely barely get up in the morning. Um, you know things are not going to be necessarily filled with emotional consolations all the time. Right, but right. none of that changes the fact um, that it it's still true and beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know it. One of the things about you know, some of the great spiritual teachers, St. John of the Cross and, and uh, Catherine of, of Siena. And one of the, the great things that they have taught us is that we shouldn't always expect consolations in the spiritual life. Um, and if they're not there, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing the wrong thing. Um, if they're there, great. Enjoy them, but don't expect them to last necessarily. Um, and it, so it's been interesting to, to witness this. I, I have to say where we are currently in life, uh, our oldest is 12 and our youngest is 4. Um, we are entering a period that to me feels like consolation. We're yeah. really having a, a, a wonderful time, um, but it wasn't always that way. We were, there were a lot of times I'd look over at Joy and she just had the look of a, you know, somebody who was drowning a little bit. And I'm, yeah. you know, I felt helpless, like how do I help her? You know, and and so there, there are a lot of times like that. And so through that all, you know, it, the challenge of discerning, well, our marriage is called to be this thing that is open to life. How and when do we know, you know, 
to be open to more life, you know, and um, it's been constantly this thing, but once again, one of the benefits of NFT is that you're continually having that conversation. Yeah, uh, you huge. never you never set it on the shelf and never to be talked about again. You know, it's yes. always every month <laughs> you have the conversation. It's so good because I, I like I, I wish we had even more time to talk about this because I feel in some ways that sometimes parenthood and motherhood is romanticized to a point where we just like we look at other moms and we look at other dads and we think, man, they've got it all together, their kids are all sitting perfectly and and then you start yeah thinking you're not good enough and and we got to get the truth out like moms are exhausted <laughs> dads are exhausted they're emotionally <laughs> a wreck okay. yeah right and it's okay yeah. and we have to be real about this and not fake it you know and it's not as as beautiful and as romantic as it looks sometimes it's raw and there's yeah. many moms in our listening audience and dads that are just like worn out and i and and, and like can you, what like what do you have to say to them you know if they're at that place where there's no consolation like what have i got myself into i've got all these kids i'm i'm, I'm burned out like what what kind of words do you have to offer to them of encouragement in the midst of the mess well i would say um that one of the reasons why i converted to the catholic faith was the beauty of the teachings um two thousand years of holy men and women praying bringing together this uh, beautiful tradition and the teachings and they know better than i do yeah. i am just one person mm-hmm. i am imperfect i have my emotions are here they're there I need something to hold on to. And I think having that and seeing that and holding that in your mind, even amidst the, you know, you're getting two hours of broken sleep a night, um, just hanging on to that, calling for help from your family, doing what you need to do, um, it's okay to be in survival mode. Yeah. It's okay. It, 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 it is temporary. I wouldn't have believed it myself, but it is temporary. Hold on to those teachings because the church is wiser than we are. Amen. And that takes so much humility, Joy. And and so any parents out there right now that are struggling in difficult circumstances, I just, as we've talked about this whole show, like the Lord is in the midst of the suffering, in the midst of the sacrifice. And, and, and when you're, if you're in the heart of it, just know that God's with you. He loves you. And uh, this, whole, this whole day we've been talking about so many different challenges that we face. And, and married life is a beautiful life, but man, is it full of challenges and suffering. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I appreciate your witness of faith. I'm very grateful for you, Dan and Joy. Um, thank you, thank um, you so much. Very inspiring, very inspiring story uh, for sure.